Good morning, everyone. Yeah, dedicating today's class to all the Kedoshim in Eretz Yisrael and the success of their mission of annihilating Amalek, triumphing, and Ilinishmas, David Nachman, Ramayisha, and Fosh Lema for Peril Basmiriam. So we left off, we're starting the third chapter, Intracted Kiddushin, on the bottom of page 58b. If someone says to his fellow, Do me a favor, be my agent, and betroth the woman for me. Like we learned in the beginning, the first mission, the opening mission, the second chapter, a person could, you could do Kiddushin by yourself, or you can send the uh, agent. Agency works, represents you. And then, Vaholach, he goes, Vikichalatzme. <laughs> he meets the girl, he meets the woman. He says, Oh, you know, I like her. <laughs> he makes a condition for himself. She is betrothed to the second one. That was, he, he, he's no longer representing the principal. He's, um, uh, he removes himself, he recuses himself. He abandoned, he abandoned the right? Agency. Exactly, he abandoned the agency, so then fine, listen, he's a, he's a scoundrel. She's marrying a scoundrel. <laughs> Good luck to her. But, but uh, you know, the marriage is a marriage, legally married to the second one. To the agent. Someone says to a woman, you are betrothed to me, but it will only kick in after 30 days. When someone else comes and betrothes her before the end of the 30 days, the middle of the 30 days, she's betrothed to the second one. Because she can only be married to one person, but the first marriage didn't kick in, didn't start only after 30 days. Before that, she got married. If she is a Bas Yisrael, she's an Israelite, the daughter of an Israelite, marrying a Koyen, she can eat, she can eat Truma. In other words, if she married, the second one she married, within the 30 days was a Koyen, she can eat Truma. Because it's a, it's, she's betrothed to, to the Koyen, she's not betrothed to the to the Israelite. The first one was an Israelite. She's totally betrothed to the second one, so she's married. Once you're betrothed to a Koyan, you can eat Truma. What if he tells her? If he tells her, I'm betrothing you from now. But it's like a condition. Once 30 days will pass. And then, no, he says, once 30 days pass, then retroactively you're married to me from this moment on and I'm giving you the ring, I'm giving you the money. So in the interim, yes, the Kedushan didn't yet apply because the 30 days didn't pass yet. Yeah, are they both going to be alive when 30 days will come? We don't know. But, but So in the interim, what's her status in the interim? And then someone comes and gives her a Kedushan within these 30 days. Which it's like in doubt, we don't know. If 30 days will pass and the first one is alive and she's alive, then retroactively she's married to the first one and then this Kiddushan is meaningless. You can't marry twice. Once she's married, you can't marry someone else. There, there has to be a clarity. This is going to teach us this three interpretations. Rab, Shmuel, and Rabbi Yechim. The three 
powerhouses, the, the, the founding generation of the Amaroyim, the way they interpret this Mishnah. One says, Shmuel says, only within the 30 days her status is in doubt. In other words, if he, 30 days later the husband comes back, then retroactively, retroactively, it's a, a kiddushin. No, he doesn't say anything. He says, and she agrees. Abiyachin's opinion is that her status is unclear. Since his status is unclear, he left room. Since he says from now to 30 days, so he left room for like ambiguity. Therefore, they're both, both Kiddushin apply. And therefore, they're both like betrothed, and you can't marry two men, so therefore you can't live with either of them. But, so she's prohibited from both of them. But both Kiddushin apply. It's not only one person. If many people marry her within those 30 days, since her, her whole status is ambiguous, therefore they all apply equally, and therefore she can't live with any of them. That's what you're saying. That's Rabbi Yechner's opinion. Rav says, Rav says that the doubt here is we don't know if he changes his mind. If he says now, and then maybe he changes his mind. You know what? Not in 30 days. So therefore, if she marries someone else, he can't live with either of them because we're not sure. If he meant starting from now, then she's already married to the first one. If he, he changes he changes mind and says, oh, you know what, in 30 days, let's push her up to 30 days now. So then she's married to the second one. So since it's, a, it's an eternal doubt, we don't know, it's so, it, therefore she can never live with either of them. If I disappear, I don't come in 30 days and there's no marriage. Or if I come back, I'm going on a trip, but if I come back in 30 days, then we're married. So what does it mean? The marriage starts in 30 days or the marriage starts now on the condition that I... That I the marriage starts now, but the condition is that I, I don't disappear and I show up in 30 days. If I don't show up in 30 days, that means this is not serious. And we'll see in the Gemara how we interpret this, the three different opinions. If she's a daughter of an Israelite, and she's married to a Koyan, the second one's a Koyan. Or she was a daughter of a Koyan, and now she's married in Israel. She can't eat Truma, because maybe she's married to the second one. So if she's a daughter of a Koyan, she's married to an Israelite, the second one is an Israelite, she's not allowed to eat Truma anymore. If she was an Israelite and she's married to a Koyan, but maybe she's not a married to the second one, she's not married, she can't eat Truma. Either way, she can't eat Truma. That's the mission. Okay. Save a Kaddish, if someone tells his friend, do me a favor, represent me, be my agent, and go betroth this, this woman for me. And then he went ahead and betrothed her for herself. What he did is done. But he's a crook. He's a criminal. He's, he's, he's a lowlife. We don't punish him. We don't say... We don't, we don't punish him and say, you know... He's acted like a scoundrel. Maybe we should say you can't marry her. Well, who acts this way? No, listen. She, she's, she, she's, she's some lucky woman. She's marrying a real scoundrel, but if that's what she wants. Right, but there's integrity. It's not a court of law. That is a minigramos. I can't take you to court. What's done is done. Legal, whatever you do is done is illegal. But you're a scoundrel. Well, we just integrity. Okay, we continue. Listen, if she was a go- I'm sure she was a gorgeous woman, but who, who do you pick? You pick your best friend to do this job for you. And he went ahead and, and stabbed you in the back like that? Oh, you know, what, what, what kind of person is this? Also, our Mishnah, it says, it's an extra word. You should have said, 
He's emphasizing, he's saying, he went as a, as, as, as a scoundrel. It says someone who says to his friend. Why does the mission use the expression? He says to his friend. We continue on 59a. In, in the in previous mission, it says it says to his agent. He says, "Go and, and betroth this woman who happens to be in this and this place." The mission discusses there for the agent changes the agency, and then he's no longer an agent. Yeah. So why over there does he say? He doesn't say he says to his friend, his colleague. He says to his agent. Why over here does he say he says to his friend? So he says, "Igmar says, he's coming to, to teach us uh, an, uh, something innovative." And over there, he's coming to teach us something innovative. He's coming to teach us. If he just said, his agent, I would think, if it's his own personal agent. So then, no, if he's an agent, he designated him as an agent, and then he went ahead and the agent went ahead and betrothed her for himself, then he's like a scoundrel. Then Holar Bramos. Why? Could the Samchadaite? He relied on him. I appointed you as my personal agent. I'm designating you. I know she's gorgeous. That's why I'm marrying you. And I trust you. And I asked you. And you agreed. Samchadaite. Savari old Ovid Lee He's an agent. He's going to fulfill his agency. Avil. If his friend. He didn't send him. He didn't send him. He didn't designate him as an agent. He says, if you're going to meet, if you're going to meet her, please do me a favor and betroth her from me. He didn't really rely on him. He didn't designate him. He says, listen, if you happen to, to be in this area and you're going to be, this is the woman I want to marry, do me a favor, be my agent. So he didn't designate him as his designated agent. Maybe then he's not. He's not just a scoundrel. The expression of mission is saying to your friend, I'm not appointing you as my agent. Go there. I'm telling my friend, in your business travels, if you're going to be in this area, have a woman have my eye on, if you be in this area, then betroth her for me. Of course, you'll act as my agent. But he didn't send him on a specific uh, mission. I'm not sending you on a specific mission. Shliach means I'm sending you on a specific mission. You're going from here to here to do this and then come home. Someone who says to his friend, his instruction is to marry her for him, to betroth her for him. But he didn't designate him. It's not as a mission to do. You're you're going about your life. If you happen to be in the area, you happen to meet the woman. Exactly, exactly. Or then morally, could you call him a scoundrel? Wasn't like a designated mission. He's saying, in general, I have my eye on this woman. Okay, well, (laughs) no, even then he's a scoundrel. Even then, he's a scoundrel. Hosser over the end, the earlier mission of Wuzika is also coming to teach the innovator. The Eton, if he would have said, Someone who says to his friend, That only if it's a general, if he tells him, if you're going to be in this area, then betroth this woman. And if he betrothes in a different place, then since he, 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 he altered his instructions, Therefore, he's no longer an agent. Because the Savar le Tarech, 
because the 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 the, the principal thinks to himself that my friend is not going to bother to go to this other place. If I didn't appoint him as an agent in that place, you're going. You happen to be in this place, which is convenient for you, and then then, then I'm appointing you as my agent. But if he's a designated agent. He's on a mission, and that's the whole purpose of his travel, to fulfill his mission. So since an agent is ready to do fulfill his mission, whatever it takes. Let's say, what he's just saying is, I think he's there, but if you want to, you're my agent, and of course you're going to get the job done, and you're going to exert yourself, of course, go find her in a different place. So Kamash know that he was specific. I only want to betroth her in this place, not in any other place. Gemara says, "Ravin Chasid, Ravin the Chasid, Azel Likedushali Itzelachel Lebrei." He went to betroth the woman for his son. He was acting as his as his son's agent. The kidshel, I'm a Chasid, and then he went ahead. Gemara says, "How could he do this?" But Tanya, we learn the Brais, Masha Asa Asa is not b'mining a moist. He's a scoundrel. You just called him Rabin Chasid, Rabin the Chasid. It's more like a scoundrel, Rabin the scoundrel. What, how can he do this? And to his own son. He might answer Leavu in LA because she didn't agree to marry the son. He says, I'll marry you. I'm not going to marry your son. So he's, he's, he can't fulfill the mission. She's never going to marry him. So therefore, he had a right to marry him. That's interesting because the law, they. But he should have let his son know first. So he's at least people. It looks like it looks like he's acting like a scoundrel. At least he should clear the air. The mother says, "Sava, Rabin thought that until I'm going to go let my son know. I'll see in Shacharidim. Someone else is going to grab her. She, she, she's a prize. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm here. She agrees. Right now, we're going to get married and we'll seal the deal. Then I'll tell my son later." Another episode. Rabbi, the story. Rabbi, Rabbi Barachon, Yovel Izuzel gave money to Rabbi. Rabbi Barachon was the famous Rabbi Barachon. He was the he was the thirty eighth in line of the transmission of Torah. He was he was a he was like the, the grandson. He was like the next next another two generations after Rabbi. It was Rav, and then there was uh, it was Rav Huna, and then, and then there was Rav Barachana. So this must have been either another Rav Barachana, or the Ritva says Rav Barachanan. He was a colleague of Rav, a different name, Rav Barachanan, a different Rav. So he gave money to Rav, and he told him, Please go buy me, purchase for me, be my agent, and purchase for me this real estate property. Rav went and he bought it for himself. Mother says, Vatanya, we learn, any agent who does it for himself is, is a scoundrel. How could Rabbi do this? To, to, to Rabbi Bar if, he, if he had a good lawyer when he made the deal, hiring the agent, he could have. No, it's a law. This, the mother says, what's done is done. No, Legally, right? there's nothing, they have no legal recourse. The agent has a right. Wait, wait. Let, let, the point that he buys it, he can recuse, recuse himself. I'm not your savior, I'm not your servant. I take it back. I no longer want to represent you. There's nothing you can do. It depends on the nature of the, of the agency. I don't know. Jewish law is such a thing. The mother says what's you know, done is done. I can't make an... There's... The one answer It was a valley of very powerful mafiosi, Uncle Tony's. 
They don't let anyone to get a kando. You have to go through the kando board. They don't just let any snook. You can't just say, you got to meet somebody. So Lidav, not be covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lidav, not be covered. Lidav, they agree. They accept it in their midst. Lidav, they didn't respect him. They didn't want him. They wouldn't agree to sell him. It's the same idea. You should have at least notified him before he, he signed. So he said, Until in the meanwhile, someone else will grab it from him. So therefore, he bought it immediately. Another story, another episode. Story that was trying to buy a piece of real estate. Rabbi went and bought it for himself. Under, under the nose of Rav Gidl, he went and bought it for himself. No. Also, Rav Gidl, uh, he complained. He says, you know that I'm trying to buy the land. Why, why did you sneak in and take it from me? He complained, let Rav Zayda, to help him out. Also, Rav Zayda, the Kabbalah. Let Rav Yitzhak Nafka, Rav Zayda went and related and complained to Rav Yitzhak Nafka about Rav Abba, Rav Abba's behavior. Because Rav Yitzhak Nafka was the teacher of Rav Abba. So he, he should rebuke him and maybe get him to sell the land, to sell the land to Rav Gidl. Wait, wait, Rababa will come to me at Slainul Regal. He comes every Yamtiv is a mitzvah too, just like a Jew has an obligation three times a year to go to the Beis Hamikdash to see Hashem. A student has an obligation three times a year to go to see his Rebbe for Yamtiv. Kisalu when Rababa came, Rabbi Yisroch Nafkes Rebbe Ashkiche Rebbe he found he found Rabbi Yisroch found him Amalei. Let me ask you a question. If you see a poor person who's trying to acquire an ownerless piece of cake or a piece of food, he didn't yet acquire it, didn't yet lift it, didn't make a Kenyan, but you see he's trying to get it. And another person comes and grabs it from him and acquires it legally. My, what's it then? Yes, legally, technically, the other person has a right because the poor person didn't yet acquire it. It's still ownerless. But, but what, what's the status of such a person? Yeah, he, legally I can't do anything with the guy. He's a wicked, evil person. So But he turned it around. But that's exactly what you did. You stole the property out of, out of under Rav Gidl. Rav says, I didn't know Rav Gidl was trying to, to buy it. I didn't know. I had no idea. I was ignorant. I didn't know. But now that you do know, give him, give the property, sell the property to Rav Gidl. So said, I don't want to sell it to him. Oh, so he said, I don't want to sell it to him. Why? This is the first land that I bought in my life. It's my first real estate deal that I ever did in my life. It's not a good sign to sell the first land. But a boy, if he wants, I'm going to give it to him as a gift. Wow. wow. So not only, of course he's a tzaddik. Yeah. He's not a, not a, of course I'm not going to take it away from Rav Gidl. But yeah. selling him, that not, but I'll give it to him as a gift. Wow. Rav Gidl, Rav Gidl didn't want to go into the land. So he gave Rav Gidl the gift. He gifted him this property, but he didn't want it says in Proverbs, Shlomo Melo says, that whoever hates gifts will live. Someone who accepts gifts won't. And Rababa didn't want to live there because he, he took, it, took it out from under the nose of Rab Gidl. 
entered the land, no one settled the land, and they called it this piece of real estate out of the Rabbanon, the land of the rabbis. It was ownerless for the students. They let the students come and use it. In other words, the, now you see why the rabbis are the rabbis. The rabbis weren't just the most geniuses of history. The rabbis were geniuses of character, sterling character. Look at what kind of character they all had. Probably the Baba. He's the one who bought it. He refused the gift. He didn't want the gift. But he didn't want to live there. If you want to transfer the gift to his property, but he didn't use it. So the, the students used it. The Yeshiva students. So title remained Yeah, yeah. But here you see the sterling character of the rabbis. They were geniuses in character, not just geniuses in, 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 in the brain power. It says, now he quotes the mission of Hanim. Elisha's Katshali. If a person says to a woman, betroth me after 30 days, and someone comes and betrothes her before the 30 days, she's betrothed to the second woman. The mother says, what if What if uh, no one else came and betrothed her? Only the first one, Mao. In other words, do the Kiddushin apply after 30 days? He gave her the ring now. He gave her money now. 30 days later, he said, you're going to be betrothed to me. But the, but the question she, is... She sold the rings. Yeah, 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 she doesn't have the money anymore. So both of them say Mukudashes. After 30 days, she is betrothed. There's no money left. She spent the money already. So when 30 days come and the betrothal applies, there's no money. Nevertheless, she's betrothed. Why? Am I timer? What's the reasoning? Because it's not compared to the case. It's not like the case of Alva. We learned earlier in the, in the tractate. If a person, a person gives a woman a loan, and then he tells her, instead of paying me back with this money, with this money that I gave you, I'm, I, you're betrothed to me. Very good point. You can't, it's not a good betrothal. Because the money is there to spend. The moment he gave it to her, the money is there to spend. She, can do, she doesn't have to return the original money, so there's no money. He's not betrothing her with any money. So this is this case is not is not comparative to that case, and also loyle pikodin Pikodin also we learned in the, earlier in the tractate in the Mishnah. If he gives her something to watch for him, and then he tells her instead of returning to me this object, you're a bailey, you're watching something. Instead of returning to me, keep it, and with this with this you betroth me. So the Mishnah says as long as there's a penny left, as long as there's still something intact. From what she's watching, then, then it's a good betrothal because it never belonged to her. She was just watching it. She can't touch it or use it. Now he's giving it to her. But here he's saying, even if there's not even a penny left, so you use the money because it's not comparative to that case either. But why? Lippy Cudden lay Why isn't it uh, compared to the case of Picard? So maybe when he gave her the betrothal at the beginning of the 30 days, why don't you compare it to Picard? He says, watch this money for me. And then after 30 days, if there's still some money left, a penny, a penny left, then you're betrothed to me. It's not like that. Why not? The Picardin lay because Picardin Bershusa the Modica Masakli. The Picardin is, you're watching it, but under whose domain is it? It's really the domain of the owner. You're just watching it for him. So therefore, when the money is lost, if there's nothing left, when he tells her, betrothed me, the fact that you don't have to return to me this item that you're watching for me, there has to be a penny there. If there's not a penny there, if everything is lost, it was lost under him. Under, it belonged to the principal. To the, the language? That's what he's saying. It's not like that. There, he gave it to, to watch. So if the money is lost, it was lost under the watch of the principal. Under a condition. He says, in 30 days, the marriage will kick in. 
But I'm giving it to you the money now. It's your money. I'm giving it to you. You do whatever you want with it. It's your money. So it's not like the case of Picotin. Picotin is when she's holding it and watching it. She can't touch it. She can't use it. She's watching it for him. So if the money is gone, so then the money was gone under his domain. And then when he tells her, please marry me with this object, what object? There's nothing here. There's nothing. You're not giving me anything. There's nothing left. Versus here, he's giving her the money to use. It's your money. I'm giving it to you. With this money, I'm marrying you. But the marriage will take place in 30 days. So who cares that in 30 days there's not a penny left? Right, exactly. The betrothal was there yes. when he gave her the money. No, the betrothal was in 30 days. But the money I'm giving it to you now. So it doesn't matter that there's no money. There's not even a penny left 30 days from now. Because she used the money for her own purpose, whatever she wanted. So he did give her money. What's the difference? I didn't give her money today. I gave her 30 days before. What's the difference? The money he gave her. The marriage takes place in 30 days. But I gave you condition. So what that I gave you money 30 days ago? What if, and you already used it. What difference does it make? Who, who cares? Why should that matter? Who says the money has to be here now? When I gave it to you, I gave you the money for the sake of Kiddushin. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it. Go, 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 go have a nice, a nice deli sandwich. Do whatever you want with it. 30 days from now, we're married. And she meets some other guy. No, no, we're talking about she didn't meet. Question is, if there's no money at day 30, could she still be married? When the marriage... When the marriage sets in, there's not a single penny there. So exactly, that's the point. That's what Rabbi Shmuel say. It doesn't matter. Why should it matter? It's not like the case of the Picotin. The case of Picotin, when he gives her something to watch, and then he tells her, Will you marry me with, for this object? You no longer have to return to me. But when he tells her that, there's nothing there, it's all gone. It got stolen or something. It got stolen, whatever. It's all gone. Then it's not a marriage. Because because it was lost. When he tells her, marry me, there was nothing there. And it was lost for him. It was under him. She was just watching it. But if he gave her like a toaster and a... I'm giving you money for the marriage. Use it. It's your money. And the marriage in 30 days. Who cares that I gave you 30 days before? It's it's still a good kiddush. He also can't compare it. You can't compare it to the case of a milva where he lends her money. When I lend you money, you can do with the money. You don't have to return me that, that money. You do with the money whatever you want. So therefore, then you turn around and say, "Will you marry me with the money for the money that I gave that I lend you?" I'm sorry, that money is gone. That money is uh, you're not giving me anything. But here, but here, I gave you for the sake of marriage. So what difference does it make if I gave it to you 30 days before the actual marriage? What difference? It's a good marriage. That's Rabbi Shmuel. Right. Well, all three are similar. As what if? Yeah, he tells her, I'm giving you money today, and 30 days we're going to be married. And day 30, the Kedushan kicks in. No one else came and married her in the interim. But Chazraba, she, she, she changed her mind. She had a change of heart. She said, I don't want to marry Mao, what's the din? Do we say that she needs a divorce? It doesn't matter. The money is gone, not gone. It doesn't matter. We already established it. That, that doesn't make any difference. But Mao, is she married? Does she need a divorce? So she's not married. So no, she can change her mind. She can, she can cancel the Kiddush. Because the Kiddush didn't yet set in. She agreed, she consented verbally, and she takes it back verbally. <laughs> the same power, the same woman who agreed, she takes it back. You can't take it back. You agreed, you said you're going to get married. He gave you money, you agreed, 
There's no taking it back. The marriage is a marriage. You want a divorce, you can get a divorce. But the, but the, but the, the marriage is a marriage. We'll ask you a question. How could you say that the words cannot cancel words? We learned the mission in Trumas. If a person appointed an agent to separate Truma from, from, from his yield for him, and then he cancelled his agency. So actually taught him yeah, yeah. if he cancelled it before he had a chance, the agent had a chance to separate, then it's cancelled. And then he goes ahead and said, whatever he does is meaningless. You don't lo- no longer represent me. Yeah. So it's not Truma, so it's regular fruits. Over here, the dibur v'dibburu. It's it's he, he appointed him verbally, and he cancelled it verbally. And the Mishnah says, "Kaosi dibburu vatal dibur." A person could cancel words; can cancel words. This clearly refutes the shlokish's position that words cannot cancel words. So the Gemara answers, "Shiny." Shlakish is defending himself. No, it's, it's different. This case is our case is different from there. Here it's not just words. It's words coupled with action. He gave money and she agreed. Of course, words per se can cancel words per se, but words per se cannot cancel words coupled with action. Words that are coupled with uh, Rabbi Yechelen continues. Rabbi Yechelen question is like we learned the mission in Gitin, Hashilea get leishdoi. If someone sends an, uh, a divorce, leishdoi through an agent, vigia mishliach, and then the the husband chases after the shliach, the messenger, or he met him in the way, or he sends another agent to catch up with him. And he tells him, "Get in the saddle a bottle. Who the get that I gave you? I'm canceling. I raise a bottle. The agent has no right to give it to her. It's meaningless. So the question is, when the sin is here, it's action. It's not just words. It's he gave her a get, and he told him, he appointed him verbally, and he gave him a get. And then you're saying words enough could cancel it. Even words coupled with action." It's, it's like the equivalent of giving money to the to the case. And Ketonia, there's a bottle. So Gemara answers, Reish will answer you, Hossam Nami over the year. It's not the same. As long as the get, yes, he gave him a document. But that's not called action. He got to reach the woman. It's not the equivalent. Here, the money reached the woman that he's marrying. He gave her money and she accepted. There, the get didn't reach the woman yet. It's words and words. So words per se can cancel words per se. So I say dibur mavatel dibur. You might ask Ace Lady Now Rabbi Yishlakish is fighting back. Yishlakish asks Rabbi Yechinah. The laws of purity and impurity we learned in the tractate of Kol in the mission in Kalim. Kol hakalim yedin leitemasan machshav. In order for utensil. To become impure, it has to be a finished product, finished utensil. What determines if the utensil is finished? You thought. If you had a mind, this is good enough for me. I'm going to use it as is. I'm not waiting until it's fully polished, until it's fully done. It's good. So, machshava, the moment you think this is done, I'm going to use it. It's ready to use for usage. It can contract to Yeah, it can contract to Once it contracts to I can't change my mind. I can't say, you know what? 
I'm going to I'm going to develop it further. It's not fully done yet. No, no. Once it contracts tumor, it's a keli. It's considered a vessel. It unless you do a change, you physically change. You do an action. To, you start fixing it or you start improving it. You start doing something to demonstrate that it's not done yet. Then you can you can undo. Then then, then it's no longer con- agent then, or the, or the, no no or no the owner of the vessel. I'm not talking about agent. Nothing with agency. The owner of the vessel, he decided this is a finished product. So then it becomes a contracts tumor. What if he changes his mind and he says, you know what? No, no, I still want to take it to the next level. It, it doesn't change the status of the vessel. Unless he starts working on the vessel. If he starts doing something with the vessel, then he renders the vessel. It's no longer a vessel. It's no longer a finished vessel. I'm improving it. Then he changes his mind. He says, I'm not going to use it yet. I want to improve it more. And he starts physically improving it. Then it's not finished. It's unfinished. To receive tumma, you have to have a finished a finish product. And what makes something finished? Whatever he decides. It's fixed. It's, it's, you know, it's a vessel. Whatever you decide. If you decide that this is a finished product, it's done, then it's a finished product. Until, till the, till, until it's finished. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Yes, fascinating. So we see... So we see, we continue on side B. The Mishnah adds, oh, action could undo action. You, do, you, you, you started out with an action that rendered a keli, and now it receives to me. Now I'm, I change my mind, I'm taking an action, it's not done yet. I'm demonstrating, no, I'm sorry, it's not done yet. It's not finished yet. And also, if you thought that it's, it's done, and then you take an action to show, no, it's not done yet, I'm, I'm improving it, I'm, I changed my mind. But thought alone cannot change action. If I took action and I, and I finished the product, and then I thought to myself, you know what, it's not done yet. It can't undo it, it's still a finished, considered a finished product. If I thought it's done and then I change my mind, I can't undo it. So what's the question? So he says, we can understand it's all good and fine. That thought cannot undo thought, action. Words and thought cannot undo action. Action is stronger. Action speaks louder than words. Why can't thought undo thought? According to you, Rabbi Eichanan, you, Rabbi Eichanan, said, words, undo words. She changed her mind. She consented to get married, and before 30 days are up, she changed her mind. So words are just as powerful as words. So why don't you say the same thing? Thoughts could undo thought. What made the vessel finished? It wasn't really finished. It was my mind that decided it's good enough for me. That made it into a vessel. So why can't thoughts, then if I change my mind, why, why can't it undo it, according to you, Rabbi Echen? According to me, I say you can't, you can't undo it. Fine, it makes sense. But you, according to you, well, why shouldn't you be able to undo it? So the Gemara answers, for Rabbi Echen, on shiny, there is different. Thought of, of impurity is different. The thought that renders a vessel finished, that it could receive impurity, is different. Why? Because it's considered like action. In my mind, if I finish it done, then it's like, it's like I'm making it into a vessel. My thought actually rendered it into a vessel. 
Okay, well, why is marriage any different? A little explanation. Why is thought by Tumma considered like action? Like a puppet. A puppet, Rami, a puppet through and through a contradiction. It seems to be a contradiction between between the, the way the Pasik is written and the way the Pasik is, is, is read. See, if it says, it says that in order for food items to become impure for fruits, it has to first become moist. After the fruit has been detached, it has to become moist with liquid. See, if it says, when you will give liquid, without a vav. So it's, 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 it read like kiyitin, when you will deliberately put water, like moisten the fruits to wash it off, then it becomes qualified to receive impurity. Then if, it, if an impure person touches the, the food, or something impure touches the food, it becomes impure. But if you don't, until you deliberately put water, liquid, on the fruits, even if a, ma- a dead rat, a mouse, a rodent touches it, it does not become impure. But for Karina, how do we read the Pasuk? It's red. Yutan. Yutan means on its own, without any deliberate, under, not deliberately or consciously. It just happens to be that it became moist. Okay, so it's a contradiction. So that Papa explained, that even when Yutan, even if you don't put the water, if you don't, you don't moisten the fruit. You don't put water on the fruit. It, it, the water lands on the fruit on its own. But it has to be similar to the instance where you deliberately and consciously wash the fruit to put water on the fruit. What? Just like when you give it, you want, it to, you want the water. That's why you're washing it. You're doing it deliberately and consciously. You want it to get wet. So after you done, if water happens, it rains, let's say, on its own, and the water, the water just falls in it on its own. Also the nichele, only if you're happy, if you're pleased. I want it to get wet. I didn't make it wet. It doesn't matter. You, you don't have to make it wet. But the key is, you have to want it to get wet. I want it to be washed. I want it to get wet. Then it becomes qualified to receive impurity. So therefore, what do we see? That it's your thoughts. When it comes to impurity, your thoughts de- determine whether it's impure or not. It's not the objective fact. It got wet. What difference does it make? No, the title is saying it's your thought that clinches the deal. It's only if you deliberately and constantly want it to get wet. You're happy. You're pleased. Versus if you're not happy. I don't want it to get wet. It's going to ruin it. It's going to destroy it. It's, it's in the rain. The food is going to get ruined. The fruits are going to ruin. I don't want it. Then, then, then it doesn't matter that it got wet. It doesn't become impure. So the title here plays when it comes to purity. The whole purity and impurity is something intangible. You can't take it to, to a lab. You can't to, to look at something in the lab and say it's pure and impure. It's not scientific. It's something spiritual. It's right. This is something spiritual. So the title is telling us that here what, what matters is your consciousness. You're deliberate wanting it. So when it comes to purity, yes, thought is like action. The fact that I thought that this is a finished product and now it becomes impure, that's what determines it. Then changing your mind cannot, cannot undo it. So this is unique to purity and impurity. Another explanation, explaining the argument in Nabi Yechon and Lakish. Now Mishnah, later on we're going to learn the Mishnah, she appoints an agent to, to be betrothed, to receive the betrothal from a man. And the woman went to Kishas Asma, hey, you know, I thought I love her, wow. <laughs> he, 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 he changed her mind. He changed his mind. And, 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 and he, 
No, the agent, he, instead of betrothing the woman, he betrothes the agent. I like the agent. I thought I met the most beautiful woman in the world. Her friend, the agent that she sent to receive the Kiddushin. Are you kidding me? I'm smitten. <laughs> so she accepted the Kiddushin for herself, not for her friend. This was the place in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> right, they, they sent Marilyn Monroe, okay, I'm Marilyn. I'm sorry, she went before, the she went ahead, the woman who made the agent went ahead and married someone else in the interim. She met someone else and she met, she married someone else. So it depends. So that's what he says. If, if she married before the agent accepted, received the Kiddush, then she's married to this other person and the, the agent is meaningless. The Kiddush is because she's already married. When the agent received the Kiddush, she was already married. But if if the agent married first, she received the Kedushan first, and Kedushan, too late. She's already married. She appointed an agent who represents her. She already received the Kedushan, so she's already married to the first one. She can't then go ahead and marry someone else. So there, here we have the argument of Rabbi Yechim Lakish. What if she does not? She didn't marry anyone else. But V'chazraba. She changes her mind. She says, "Oh, yeah." So that—that's the question. And then, but she she takes it back. She doesn't want. I don't want to marry her. What's the law? Could she cancel the agent agency or not? says, "Yes, she could cancel the agency." The no, it's too late. Too late. So, that, so, she verbally appointed her and she verbally cancelled it. Yeah. No, she can't take it back. Why? She can't cancel it. Words cannot cancel words. Because here. Here it's clear the argument is only words. It's not like earlier at least you can say you can defend Rishlakaj's opinion because it was coupled with action. She agreed to marry, she consented to marry, she also took money. So there was an action involved. Here it's pure words. She appointed an agent to, to, to receive the Kiddushan for her and, and, she, and she canceled it. She verbally canceled it. So here, what do you mean? We learn clearly in the case of Truma. Because in case of Truma, if he appointed someone to appoint to separate the Truma for him from his yield, Obitl, and then he cancels the agency, If he cancelled it before he had a chance, before the Shliach had a chance to separate the fruit, then the the, the agency is cancelled. And if he separates the fruit after, it's, it's, it's not Truma. It's not all. It's not. It's not sacred Truma. It's regular fruit. So you see clearly, words do cancel words. <laughs> Samadavarab answers, Rishlakish will tell you, Hachamayaskina and the Mishnah Turum is talking about Gachikodam Balabayas Vitaramaskiriyah. What happened was the owner went ahead and separated his own Turuma from his from his silo, from his So he therefore he not only verbally cancelled the agency, he did an action to show that he's cancelling agencies. Forget about the agent, I'm gonna do it myself. So then whatever the agent does is meaningless. If 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 he 
does takes this action before the agent had a chance to separate. Then eight Swedish Lakish Abir Slakish asked Abiechanan, we learn Kalakalim, Yerdim to Mazamashava. Just thought alone is enough to designate the vessel as being finished and ready to receive Tumma. Bainalum to Masa and El Bashina Maisa. The only way to change its status is only through action. Maisim Maisim and the Maisim action could take could 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 alter action. If your action can finish the vessel and then you started taking an action to start improving it, so that undoes the action. And also, if you thought you designated it as a finished vessel and then you started action to improve it, so now no, you undo that thought and now the, uh, the vessel is considered un- un- unfinished and it, is, it no longer receives impurity, qualified to receive impurity. But but thought cannot alter action and it can't even alter thought. So we could understand that thought cannot alter action. Because words cannot change action. But the machshava should be able to, according to you, that words alone are suffice to undo words. Why don't you say the same? Thought enough should suffice under thought. Since the whole thing started with thought, so thought should be able to undo it. So he said, no, Tumma is unique. Because thought is like action. He asked the question, it says, It says in the without a vav, which could be read, when you will wash the fruits, the fruit, deliberately and consciously. And then it says, we read it, it's read as if it, if it had a vav, meaning automatically it got wet, not you made it wet. Okay, it said, how could you reconcile the two? You don't have to make it wet physically. It's not the requirement. The requirement is even if it gets wet on its own, but it has to be similar to and you have to want it, constantly want it. Please, you're happy that it gets wet. So when it comes to purity and impurity, thought is what determines. That's the determining factor, consciousness. The whole impurity is spiritual. It's all about consciousness, purity. It's, it's not something so different. That's the determining factor. That's the kind of action. Yeah, the time kind of action. Someone says, uh, sends a divorce to his wife. And then he, he comes chasing after the shliya. The, 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 the husband comes chasing after the, the agent. He sends another agent. He gets to the bottle. And I want to cancel this get. And there's a bottle. So we see clearly that words cancel words. Not like the shlokish that says that words cannot cancel words. The shlokish says that words per se cannot cancel words per se. Here we see clearly that words per se do cancel words per se. You can't answer like before. Not the way we learned earlier, not like Rav Zvid. That it's going in our Mishnah and the Kiddushin. Here, the Shlokish answered, in our case, it's words with action. Words with action, words cannot cancel words with action, but words with words could an- an- cancel per se. But according to Rabzvid, the Shlokish is saying that even words per se, in the case of the woman with the get, even words per se cannot cancel words per se. Here it says clearly, words per se could cancel words per se. Is indeed refuted. So the Allah is words cannot cancel, words per se could cancel words per se. So words per se cannot cancel, maybe words with action. 
the law is even according to the first version. You can argue shiny in the case of Gidushin There it's not just words, it's words with action. So why do you say the law follows Rabbi Yechonon that even there words can cancel words with action? I feel lucky nevertheless. But the law follows Rabbi Yechonon because it's not a total action. Yes, he gave her money. But it's not a total action because the Kiddushin doesn't, doesn't apply till 30 days from now. Your mother says, It's a contradiction between one Allah and the other. Amrit, you say, Here he's saying the law follows Rabbi Yechanan, but then the Kaimelon, we also know, we have established the law follows Rabbi Nachman. The Boilu, the academy, and the Shiva students had a question. It says when a, when a husband, right, we just learned, a husband sends the get with a, an agent and then he chases after the shliach and cancels the get. Could he take that get and divorce the woman? Later on he changes his mind. Okay, now I want to divorce her. Could he use that get? So we had an argument. He could, he couldn't use the get. He just canceled. I don't want to divorce her now, but there's nothing wrong with the get. When I want to, I'll use the get. No, once you cancel it, the get is now, you can never use this bill of bill of divorce again. Even if you, even if you uh, modify the get? Modify the star? No, you don't modify it. It has her name, it has everything, nothing to modify. So what's the argument? So the Gemara understood the reason why, what's up Nachman's reason, why, why maybe he just canceled the agency. Why, why can't I use the get? I don't want to divorce her right now. Why, 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 what's wrong with the bill of divorce, the document? So he says, so Nachman says, because the reason why you could use the get, I'm sorry, the reason why you could, Rav Nachman says you could use the get is because you can't, words cannot cancel action. You took action. You wrote a bill, a bill of divorce. It's a written document. Exactly. Action is a written document. That's action. Writing and paper is a document. Words cannot cancel it. You can cancel the agency, but you can't cancel the get itself. The document is still valid. And the Kaimelon, the Kaimelon, and yeah, that's the halacha. And we've established the Hilzakavazam Nachman, the Lofalzam Nachman, so we have a contradiction. Here we're following Nachman's opinion that words cannot cancel. Words. Or you can't cancel action, and if the action. Rabbi Nachman holds the words cannot cancel words. They're both words. Because writing a get, since, like you said, the get is really meaningless until the woman receives it, until it's delivered. So it's like a small action. It's the equivalent of the Kiddushin. She took the money. But since the Kiddushin doesn't apply till 30 days from now, so it's just considered words. So words, cancel words. Here's the same thing. You wrote a get. So it's meaningless. It's a piece of paper. She never got it. It's meaningless. It has no, has no validity. So words can cancel it. But Rav Nachman says, no, words cannot cancel it. The get is still good. You cancel the agency. You no longer represent me. But, but, the, but, but, the, the, document but, but the document is still good. Right, words right. cannot cancel the words. No good, no Even though you change your mind, you don't want to divorce her. Words cannot cancel words. So it's a legal document. You have a contradiction. Here you say the law follows Rabbi Nachman, that words cannot cancel words. And here you say the law follows Rabbi Nachman, that words do cancel words. You might answer, No, you misunderstood Rabbi Nachman's opinion. 
Not that Yachim Nachman holds that words can cancel words. Of course words can cancel words. We said the law follows Rabbi Echnam. But there he never canceled again. All he did was, I don't want you to represent me. I don't want you to be my agent to give the get. That's all he did. He never canceled the get itself. That's why you can turn around and use the bill of divorce itself. This next case. You're uh, betrothed to me after 30 days, and someone else comes and betrothed her within 30 days. She's Mukadesh's Lashen. So Rab, Rab says, Mukadesh's Lashen, he la oil law. After 30 days, it's canceled. That's what he means. He means forever. It means you're totally married to the second guy because the first one, the Kedushin didn't even start yet. So she's, she's single. When she married the second one, she's single. So she's totally married to the second one and she lives with him forever. Hold on a second, but Shmuel says... Shmuel says, no. Only till 30 days. When it comes time for the Kiddushin to apply, the second Kiddushin is cancelled, and now the first Kiddushin apply. Trying to understand what Shmuel is saying, Yasser of Chizda sat, he tried to, 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 to internalize it, and he did, was found it very difficult, he didn't understand what Shmuel is saying, Kiddushin Shein in my pocket. How, how, what, what makes the second Kiddushin uh, Paki to break? It, it's gone? Extracted? What do you mean? How? How? How do you, how do you cancel it? You learn the argument of Shmuel in the first part of the Mishnah. And therefore, Kashle, that's why it makes no sense to you. But you, you may, you're mistaken. Rabbi Huda is safe in Master. Rabbi Huda is learning the argument you learned the argument that Rabbi Shmuel in the first part of the Mishnah. You're right. The first part of the Mission, there is no argument. There's nothing to argue. If she's Kiddushin with the second one, then, then she's married to him forever and she cannot marry the first one. The question is, their argument is on the last part of the Mishnah. Buddha is safe in Masnav. And therefore, like Kashulay, the safe is if he says from now till 30 days. On the safe. And then he says that the second one, and the Mishnah says, so he says, he explains, and then someone else comes and marries her within 30 days, and Mishnah says, It's like ambiguous. So now that's the argument. means we're in doubt. She can never marry either of them. I think Mother will explain why not. Shmuel says, because maybe she's married to one, maybe she's married to the other. We'll never know. Shmuel says, No, meaning. Within the first 30 days, she's in, a, in, in, in her status is ambiguous. We don't know what's going to be. It all depends. Will he show up in 30 days from now? Or won't he show up in 30 days from now? So therefore, in, in the interim, her status is ambiguous. But after 30 days, if he shows up, if the first, husband show, if the first man shows up after 30 days, as he said he would, then retroactively, he's married to him. It started from day one. And then the second marriage is meaningless. It's irrelevant. Well, and how do you explain the Rav? He's like, Rav, According to the Rav, we're not sure what his intent was. Is it a condition today, if I come 30 days from now, if I show up in 30 days from now, then you're married to me from now, this moment, when I'm giving you the ring? If Maybe he's changing his mind. He says now, but he says, you know what? Come to think of it, let's give it 30 days. 
Let's give have a cool, cooling off period. <laughs> 30 days. So therefore, we never know what his intent is. So it depends. If his intent was from now, then the second marriage is meaningless. If his intent was in 30 days, then the second marriage is valid and, and the present marriage is meaningless. The first marriage. Shmuel, pshitlet now. According to Shmuel, it's not a question. Surely it was a condition. And that's why, that's why it's ambiguous, because we don't know. If he shows up in 30 days, then the marriage is retroactive, the second is nothing. If he doesn't show up in 30 days, then the second marriage is married. So, so within 30, we don't know, we have to wait what's going to happen on the 30th day. And the says, look, this argument, Rabbi Shmuel follows the argument that we find already amongst Tanoim. Tanoim, we learn in the Braisen, and after. If a person, a husband gives a, uh, his wife a get, and says, the get will only apply after I die, because he doesn't want her to have to do yibum. So it's, 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 it's right, right. So, so it's meaningless, because he can't give a get after you die. But if he says, today and after I die, get get. it's a doubt. That's what the rabbis hold, it's a doubt. Rebbe says, Rebbe says it's a, it's a kosher get. What's the argument? The rabbis hold like Rav. We don't know what he meant. Did he mean today and then he changed his mind after I die? Because if after I die, it's, it's not a get. Maybe today it is a get. So therefore, we'll never know exactly what he meant. So it's a doubt. Maybe it was a get, maybe it wasn't a get. According to Rebbe, according to the rabbi, uh, that's the opinion of the rabbis, the chachamim. According to Rebbe, there's no doubt. It's clear what he meant. The get starts today, but on the condition that I die. So when he dies, retroactively, the get is from today. So she's, she's definitely divorced. If this is the argument, if this is an ancient argument, why doesn't the Rav just say the law follows the rabbis and Shmuel say the law, the law, the law follows, follows the Rebbe? Why do they have to make it their own argument? But it says, they had to say their argument in our case. Why? If Rav would just say the law follows the rabbis in that case of the get, I mean, I would think, awesome over there. Since he's coming to divorce her, so therefore it's very hard to divorce. It's his wife, he loves her. So therefore we say, maybe he changed his mind. You know, first he said right away, and then he said, you know what, after I die. Here he wants to marry her. I would say, let me say, surely he wants to marry her immediately. He's just making a condition if I come back in 30 days. That's why he has to state his other argument in the case of Kiddushin. Also, just say the law follows the Rebbe. I mean, I would say also over there by by the divorce who the ain't get lachamisa. Because since there can't be a get lachamisa, you can't divorce after you might. He knows that. So surely his intent was, I'm, I'm divorcing you now, but on the condition after I die, it's only kicking after I die. Retroactively, over here, I could marry her in 30 days. Maybe he agrees with Rav. That maybe he changed his mind. He said, You know what? If I come back in 30 days, then we'll get married. So that's why he has to let us know the argument, even in this. We continue to have another one.